Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Welcome to on a Monday morning, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Baseball, NBA, NCAA, men, women, WrestleMania. I think there's hockey going on, too. Wow, lots of fun. Let me recap WrestleMania. First of all, thank you for our to our friend uh, Kristen Prouty setting it up. What a great time right behind the announcers. Went with my uh, two youngest and my godson, uh, Bill and Ben Simmons, were next to us. Terrific time. We took a picture with George Kittle, who ended up clotheslining The Miz. It wasn't his fault. The Miz came after him in his seat, which is very strange. But George Kittle, and it was extra sweet for me, because George Kittle scored three touchdowns in the game that I needed him to defeat Bill Simmons. Got him kicked out. He was sitting right next to us. Uh, and he lost in the fantasy playoffs. It propelled me to the top. I went to the championship. And now, I mean, he's the reason Simmons will be kicked out of our league come oh, September. So. It. Oh, so Gotta good. So good. He was right next to us. And uh, I don't right. know if he enjoyed that. I'm sure a lot of people have told him a similar story. But uh, anyway, so that's it. I'll tell you, the the, the announce table is right in front of us. And the Spanish announce table, I don't know if you know this, Parla Kid, is always the first to get destroyed. It goes Spanish announce table and then the regular <laughs> one. I think it's racist. I don't know. I don't want to open up a can of worms here. But somehow, somehow, the Spanish announce crew sensed this stunt was going to occur a good four minutes before it actually did. And they set up in the crowd. I mean, I, I don't know how they, I don't know. It must be like the, the ESP is incredible for not even just the wrestlers, but the uh, crew itself. So that was uh, a lot of mm. fun. Bianca Belair retained her title against Oscar. That was Sunday night. I wasn't there for that. Good job by her. Really good luck appearing on laugh lines. No one's ever lost in WrestleMania after appearing on laugh lines. So uh, thank you. And thank you to us, Bianca uh, prop quiz results, extra points.com slash arcade. Jason set with eight, right? He gets a gold cap. Our March madness contest. It's down to one game. Alan Scarabella with the lead 910 points. And I want to promote our prop culture contest in April. Harry, remember last April, it was all um, questions surrounding your wedding. Do you remember that? You remember you got married last April? I should have started with that. Yeah, April 30th. There you go. Right? So we're not going to yeah. be able to do that again um, for your wedding. But you are, you do figure in that. We do have questions like, well, will Bo Katan be the leader of the Mandalorians by the completion of the season three finale? I'm told that's a, a legitimate question, but I, I don't watch. So, <laughs> Mikey Meatballs, you watch, right? Or you not watch the Mandalorian? I have not seen the season yet. Okay. Would you go, you've seen the first two though, right? Would you say yes or no, just uh, based on what you know? I'm going to say yes. Are you going to say yes? Okay. I think I went no for that. Uh, Brother Bry, how much time will it take for Megan Fun of Sports host Megan Conley to complete this year's Boston Marathon? Over under 304.30. She's shooting under. for three hours. You're going under? Under. You're yeah. just being nice. You're just being no, nice. No, I think so. she'll do it. I think she'll do it. <laughs> okay. That's, that sounds reasonable for her. All right. Well, listen, last year, I can make fun of her. She doesn't. That's true. She doesn't. Wait, Harry, didn't you call her exact time last year for Boston? Was it Boston Marathon? Yeah. Really close. Pretty close. 
Real like, within seconds. Oh, oh, to the second. Do you want to make a yeah. prediction or do you want to wait until, um, uh, what is that, the middle of the month, I think that, that goes down? Let's wait. Okay, wait. Well, wait. I got to get some, in, I got to try to get some inside info. Exactly. Out. I think she's slacking on the, in the training department, but we'll check it out. Uh, so that's that, that's the housekeeping. Let's get to this. So one more game, guys, I promise it's one more game, college basketball, San Diego state and UConn tonight, uh, nine 20 tip Eastern time, San Diego state beats Florida Atlantic 72 71. It was Lamont Butler buzzer beater. Didn't hurt me. Okay, everybody's like, aha, buzzer beater. No, no, no. That's just for the first two rounds. That's what my bet is. But anyway, it sent the Aztecs to the championship game. Um, I think it was first buzzer beater since Jalen Suggs for Gonzaga against UCLA in 2021. But Parley Kid, we're going to talk about this game because it meant a lot to you um, indirectly, not like uh, it meant to a lot of people. But boy, if you watch Butler, he was a quarter of an inch from stepping out of bounds. And it was almost like you almost could have called it. And I guess then reviewed it, but then I, I don't know. I guess I guess it all would have counted anyway. But my God, when you talk about how close things are, uh, that was pretty special. What a great moment! I guess I look uh, it was a win-win for for me at least. Uh, I think Harry too. We had FAU to just cover, right? They yeah. didn't need to win the game, uh, and then you get to see a moment like that. Um, guy rising up, he really did compose him. It's amazing how he composed himself. Concerning that you know the time is winding down. I'm not sure if you're able to really see uh, if he really knows how much time is left. Yeah. But boy, did he elevate for that last shot. Um, reminiscent a little bit of Michael Jordan uh, many, many years ago. Right. Uh, except from with the with the left-handed shot. It was really pretty something to watch. Great point, like you said, like what, a quarter of an inch from going out of bounds. Even yeah. at one point, the defense was pretty good. We were speculating that they should call a timeout. I had said it to Bri, who was sitting right next to me, and he agreed that I thought on the, the possession before, the only thing that FAU could do was screw up mm-hmm. was, or two things, was they really should have taken the shot at the last second on the shot mm-hmm. clock. The sh- if that shot goes up with six seconds left, right, hits the rim, bounces around, you know, yeah. in the in this game, you can't if you you can't call timeout there, but you can't advance it. It's not going to advance. So they right? have under three, probably. So now it, you're you're looking. You'd have to really sprint down that court and get. You'd probably they probably would have ended up having to chuck up a, a shot, right? Like just past half court, maybe a little bit beyond yeah. compared to obviously where they got it. I thought. The shot was a good attempt. I just think if they, if FAU takes any shot when there's one second left on the shot clock, as long as it wasn't an air ball, yeah, uh, and hits the rim, I think they win that game. I just think they they got going too early on that take, and it just obviously if you make it, game's over. Yeah, but- what a bummer for them. They're up nine, right? They're up nine. I don't. Know, I was checking from the from the WrestleMania, so I didn't four, I didn't watch yeah, a lot, they- but I was watching. You know, then I saw the last minute I, I pulled it up. But uh, yeah, that was a big win. So, yeah, we had Florida Atlantic plus the point. So that was nice, which it grew to three by the time that tipped off. Yeah. So uh, that shot didn't matter. We'll talk to, about how it did matter in a minute. The other game, UConn and Miami. What was that final? 72-59 dominated. Oh. Boy, they just don't. They just suffocate these teams. Miami, high flying, high scoring, high octane pace. And they can't even break 60, Bri. Uh, well, that's the thing. They've shut down these great offenses, right? Miami, 
Gonzaga, Arkansas, uh, and they're really good offensively too. That they're just been they've been dominant so far, and mm. they they are reminiscent of uh, you know we talked about this last time. You know, Sheck had mentioned teams haven't run through these tournaments that easy. I mean, Villanova was the only team I could remember that did this five years ago, and this team so far um, has not really. If you're a fan, you haven't really worried much in any game except for maybe the first game against Iona. Yeah, Villanova in that 2018 tournament, as you mentioned, 17.6 average margin of victory. UConn, 20.6. So, and then nobody else is really, I mean, everybody else had at least a little bit of a scare, like two minutes left, four point game or something, something, nothing. But so anyway, we're going to pick this game. The uh, It's a seven point favorite UConn, 132 and a half is the over under. This is going to be boring, everybody, because we're all on UConn, so we can breeze through this. Uh, sorry, Dan Hurley. We're all on the same side, so it's bad news for you, at least covering-wise. But I'm taking the Huskies and the over. I'm not going to try to overanalyze this because I think it's a layup of a pick, and also I've sucked throughout this tournament. So, But maybe, maybe my luck turns around while the Aztecs runs out. They won their Elite Eight game in their Final Four game by a single point, Harry. That's never happened before. So, and then, like we mentioned, Huskies blowing everyone out margin of victory, 20.6. So I think the, the S hits the fan here. I'll save you a bleep there. Mikey meatballs. UConn has like eight or nine scores led by Adama Sanogo, who is minus minus one sixty to win most outstanding player award. Mm. And Jordan Hawkins is in double figures, 18 of his last 20. He's plus three sixty. If you want to take a chance there, if you like UConn, but want to get a plus number in front of that, Dan Hurley's team, 26-11-1 against the spread. That's remarkable. And as far as the total goes, I get it. They do it on defense, both teams. But I still think UConn gets to the 70s. They've been in their 80s, three of the five tourney games. San Diego State, I could see them overplaying defensively. It leads to fast break points for, like I said, seven or eight guys. You wouldn't be surprised if any of them had like 10 points, right? Double digits. So, and if Sonogo can hit threes like he did last game, he could turn this off at halftime. I think Huskies and the over 76-63. Harry, you're going Huskies under. Yeah, look, all five games, obviously, in the tournament, they've won by 13 points or, or more. UConn has. They're a machine right now. Their D has given up 65 points less than all five games. Three of the five, they held their opponents in the 50s. You mentioned uh, Sonogo Sal, so efficient. He's got eight boards or more in six straight games. He shot 67% or better from the field in six of his last seven games. Him and Klingon, that will make things very difficult for San Diego State. Uh, as they have for everyone all tournament long, especially inside the paint. Trammell, Butler, and Parrish combined for just 20 points against Florida Atlantic. Uh, if they can't find easy buckets, which they probably won't, UConn can cruise, kill the clock, cover this game, and still stay under. I got 70-59, UConn. All right. Uh, what did I say? 76-63, 70-59. All right. Uh, Bri, what, uh, what do you have? You have the under also, but UConn. Yeah, UConn on the under. I mean, this is terrible that we're on UConn. Especially <laughs> you guys, somebody, will one of you guys convince me not to put a ton of money on the UConn money line? Like, that's about to happen I tonight. Can't. I'm already there. I got, you know, <laughs> so miraculously, I have three parlays that carried over into Monday, but uh, so, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've gotten beat up a little bit recently, so uh, actually, yeah, I was really I was good in the semis. I was lucky. I had San Diego State money line and I had UConn covering. So, but but in general, I've gotten killed. So I need I need UConn in a big way here. But they have covered ten of the last eleven. Um, this may be their toughest matchup, though. But, you know, the, San Diego State is more like a Big East team in terms of defensively how how they play. 
Um, and the funny thing is, right, when you watch this team, you would never think they lost eight games on the season, right? But that being said, all eight games were in conference. They haven't lost to anybody outside of the conference. Good balance on this team. They can beat you inside. They can beat you outside. And it, Harry mentioned him before, even a guy like Klingon, the guy's a monster as a freshman. And like he just when he comes into the game, I feel like they always play excellent when he's when he's in the game, even if he's in for 12, 15 minutes. Um, that's what it yeah, is. He gets like 12 or 13, right? But he steals rebounds and, um, well, right. it's and he's, my- he's for a big guy. He's at, he's athletic. He's athletic too. He moves around really well, but the underrated right. thing about this team, like you said, defensively, they've been phenomenal. Uh, San Diego state, I think has a tough enough time to score anyway. And when you look at it too, Creighton, if Creighton had more depth, they, they beat San Diego state. UConn is a better version of Creighton with, with better depth. Uh, better defensively. So that's why, yeah, I, I do think this game, it's weird when you looked at the over-under, like I thought that was really low at first and I was first thinking I got to go over here. But UConn, UConn's gone under in seven of the last nine. San Diego State's gone under in 12 of the last 13. I mean, the fact that you hold Miami and Gonzaga, who are two better offensive teams to under 60, I think yeah. they're going to make it hard for San Diego State. So I think the same type of thing. It's like, uh, like Harry was saying, like, 70 to 57, 70 to 57. Yeah. That first yeah. game flew over, right? San Diego's like, it was crazy. How many, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, that so was going over early way over. San Diego and State. then Miami just didn't score. And, uh, the other one had to stay under. So it's interesting. Yep. All right, Paula kid, you, uh, you're with me, right? You kind of the over, you kind of the over Sal, just, um, I think this could barely go over, but I think now I thought actually that, Normally on these courts, right? These that they're being played in these huge uh, places. Yeah, uh, we see teams struggle. I didn't think the shooting overall uh, was no. brutal uh, so far in this tournament. And I think now that they've uh, played here, right, and they they have a game under. I think this shooting could even be better uh, in, in this tournament. I think UConn's going to put up their points. So I think uh, it feels like to me that. Even in the last game, we'll talk about in a moment too when we get to bed eggs. That you know, I almost felt like UConn could have scored like eighty in that game if they really needed to score eighty. Um, they just they kind of uh, took it down a notch in the last four or five minutes of the game, uh, and I think San Diego State found a little bit of a rhythm offensively in that second half. They'll hit the boards. They'll get some off easy offensive uh, putbacks. Uh, so I think this game will just creep over. Let's take UConn in the over, Sal. I could see this being 75. Here we go. Uh, Here 66. We go. Uh, all right. You got there. All right. So guys, just come and, creep over. Come with your scores handy so we don't have to sit through the math. So, but you did it. You well, did it. They just cover and they go. And, and, and I actually have that as my pick of the day. UConn yeah. winning in the point range of six to 10 points. All right. Today at plus 360. Extrapoints.com. These guys give out picks uh, every single day. Let's uh, let's hit a player prop. So, again, sorry, anyone uh, backing UConn, we're all on it. And so the minus seven is uh, done. But uh, but we are split on the over under for player props. though. a little more variety here. Uh, I think I'm nuts. Probably a lot of people will think to take Nathan Mensa under five and a half rebounds plus 116. He's gone over the last four games. But in general, the under five and a half has been a winning bet 
with him. If you look at it before the four, he was hitting at like 58%, the under and to get a plus mm. game, a plus number game in there. Uh, this is really the first time I think he's going to be asked to bang with a physical same like defensive long team. So no goes six ten gets about eight boards a game. Brian mentioned Donovan Klingon. Uh, he's seven two. He'll be in there for like the 12 or 13 or 14 minutes. He gets about five, six, but so it's going to be tough inside. And I know every time I call for someone to get in foul trouble, it ends up being my guy who gets in foul trouble. So maybe I should just shut up, but <laughs> for Mensa to make a difference in this game, uh, it's going to take a lot. So I'm going under uh, Harry plus plus one sixteen. So you won't like it. You have a nice minus minus one forty for us. I do. I do, but I still like it. I mean, listen, Tristan uh, Newton, I got over four and a half for the uh, Huskies on assists. Uh, tremendous senior uh, transfer from East Carolina. His first year at UConn has been fantastic. He had eight assists versus Miami. He's had five or more in six of his last seven, five or more in nine of his last 11. Everything is clicking for UConn uh, and Newton. He's playing at a high level. He's going to find his teammates. He always does. He has all tournament. And I think over four and a half is a steal. I think just to get five, that's a winner. All right. Uh, you have a Tristan Newton prop too, don't you, Brock? I'm going under uh, nine and a half points for Newton. His over is where it's like minus 142 is over points. But I, I like the under um, for the same reason that Harry likes the over and assists. I think Newton has been a really good facilitator for this team. He hasn't really necessarily looked to shoot. Um, you know, it, it, on the season, he averaged 9.8 points, but in the last six, he's only averaging seven and a half. And like I said, he's looking to pass the ball more. Um, and this offense has a lot of guys who can score. So you combine that with San Diego State's defense and I would go under here. All right. Uh, oh, Parley kid, I like the threes here. I think they're going to rain. What do you like? Yeah, I'm taking Alex Caravan to make mm -hmm. two plus threes at plus 146. Has gone over this. In his last two games, uh, he's hit two, I should say. Uh, in his last two games, he's hit two or more in seven out of his last nine games. I think there's enough guys on UConn that San Diego State has to worry about. And I think that frees up a guy like Caravan, who might not possess the uh, athleticism that the rest of these guys do. And I think they might leave him open a few times for him to knock down a few threes. It's a good number here for a guy that has had 12 attempts total in his last two games. I think he hits two here and we cash at plus 146. All right, there you go. Now we're doing race to 10 tonight. Uh, tips off, like I said, 920 Eastern. Um, and, you know, hang with us. We'll do it on Twitter and it'll be over by 927. You can put the kids to sleep, whatever you do at 927 oh, yeah. every night. Now, here's the thing. Who are we taking? This is a big number for UConn. It's minus 165 for them to get to 10 before San Diego State. Now, I know we would typically like San Diego State in this spot. But let me just say this. We I think we've done this four times, right? Bri, we won with you. And then we went to Vegas and we won 10 out of 16, Harry. We went 10 Correct. and six or something. And then, and then we came back and we lost two in a row. And the last one was yeah. terrible. I mean, not yeah, a blowout terrible, terrible, just like we should have won. Terrible. Mm, I, so, I don't even remember. Yeah. So, right. So, so I'm inclined to say, you know, let's take the minus, minus 165. We're all over UConn anyway. I feel like it's going to be 10-5 by the first or second, uh, you know, time out there, the, the under under 16. But what do you guys think? I mean, we don't have to put a lot on it. We could just bet like, you know, uh, 3,300 to win 2000 each. We don't have to put a ton. 
Brian, Brian, what do you want to do? Uh, UConn. I think UConn. I okay. mean, they got it, it right. The Gonzaga game, the Miami game, they got out early, right? Yeah. I mean, those were like 11-5 games. I think. Right. What uh, they also in the uh, they the Arkansas game, they got up early too. It was All like 11-7. Right. So you yeah, good with that. UConn. Good with UConn. Absolutely, Sal. Absolutely. Right. I right, think good. that's the way to I go. Thought I, I thought I'd have to twist your arms a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Why? No, no, I I could see San Diego State struggling to score early. Uh, I do like, uh, there is, I'm looking it up. Actually, go ahead, Harry, you talk. I might have to jump in here in a second. Uh, I just going to say, Sal, in Vegas, didn't we go, didn't I pick, uh, that was my game. He had me choose and we went against Connecticut. And Iona? We won that. Was that the one? Who Iona, right? Iona, yeah, Iona was one. Michael, oh, Michael Iona might won. remember. Yeah, I think uh, we did probably. Like yeah. But we'll one with it. All right. Oh, is just bragging or do you have anything to no, contribute I, here? I, what what should we go with? <laughs> I'm saying that because I kind of want to go with the Aztecs, but well, why? Because it's a plus. I mean, in these player props, you have no problem taking minus one fifties and minus one fifty five. So ten eight San Diego State, and then Connecticut at halftime. Connecticut's up by twelve, fifteen. I don't know. Well, I, I'm not going to fight it, Harry, because I don't think you actually bet these anyway. So I think uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not going to let you convince us, talk us into something that you're not going to bet. All right. Okay. Let's just do it. Let's just get, we got to get the win. We got to get a win under our belts, yeah. right? We got the NBA playoffs coming up. There's like six days left of uh, NBA action. Uh, let's do it. We're doing UConn. I'm checking up on you, Harry. You better to send me a screenshot of you betting 165. How about, yeah. Sal, how about also, um, what would you go with here? Total points scored in first minute of game. Yeah, Under I saw two that. and a half or over two and a half. I saw that. I've never Ooh. seen that before. Over That's, two wow. and a half is plus 146. Kind of tempting, right? Right. Kind of tempting. I like oh, you hit one three in that first minute. It's good. Yeah. Right. And I also saw something. I could be wrong. I can't find it now. Maybe you guys can find it. I thought I saw a bet as well that both teams to score in the first two minutes. And it was yeah. like, Minus one sixty six. I thought I saw that, <laughs> which I didn't think was that bad for both teams to score. Right in the right. first two minutes of the I game. Know. Here's the thing. I, I just want to con concentrate on this one thing. I know, I know, they're not bad. They're good bets. I feel like just rooting for points when I I, I haven't been lucky, and we'll get to the bed ache in a second. Yeah. It, just, it just sucks for me. But uh, yeah, right, but we're locked in the UConn minus one sixty five. Right again. Don't go crazy. Forty nine fifty to win three thousand, right? Um, you know, eighty two fifty to win five thousand, something like that, Bri. Right? You just don't. I know it's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of big, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, oh, that's gonna control. be my UConn. It's gonna be like UConn money line. <laughs> yeah, oh, just get God. that going, and then uh, we'll save it up for the Masters. Hmm. Um, Damn. Hey, women's tournament set records. First of all, the, the ratings of that Saturday game, Iowa and South Carolina, through the roof. I think it was the most watched. Yeah. Oh, on Friday. A uh, Friday. Sorry. Uh, what was it? Yeah. Was it the most watched women's game ever on ESPN? Is that what they uh, said? Probably. Well, there was over six million for sure. I know last year in the finals there was over five million. I mean, I would think it had to be. I and then think yesterday, I think was the most bet on game. Now Crazy. I'll say this: we, we, uh, Brian and I dropped the bundle on South Carolina. We'll get to that in bed aches. But Caitlin Clark, I'll tell you one thing: her over under. Oh my God, she became America's sweetheart, and for good reason. She could, she could lay it up from uh, from fourteen feet out somehow. Uh, turns the <laughs> corner, but um, she uh, her over under went 
yesterday from 28 and a half to 33 and a half, Bri. And yeah. uh, people were like, oh my God, you got to over, over. I'm like, no, no, no. That's an amateur move. And take it from a professional who's lost thousands and thousands of dollars in the last <laughs> few weeks. We are going under 33 and a half. And she scored 30. I'm not going to say it was a. Uh, was well, a, and she had like 14 too right away, no, right? So I was I like, oh God. And she had 30 <laughs> with two minutes left. And so it's just a matter of like how wow. much she wants to chuck it and how many possessions they get. But it went under. It was the only women's tourney bet I won, I think. Uh, the Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark thing is stupid. Let it go. Why is everyone so outraged by everything all the time? If it's guys doing this, it's fine. Right, Right. I, I don't know. I don't Yeah. I don't have a problem I mean, with I mean, look, if it was your own kid, you'd probably be like, all right, come on. We don't, you don't want to do that. But I look, I will say if you've watched this women's tournament, the whole tournament, they've kind of talked more trash than you actually know out there. I mean, like, I, you know, I know Caitlin right. Clark kind, kind of did that move in an earlier game. Mm-hmm. I know like the Louisville girl had some issues with like, so it's, you know, it's, I mean, yeah. Would I do it? No. Um, doesn't look great, but it's not the big. It's not. It's Harry not was Harry I, I know. People, I know. Pe- people are texting me. People are texting me, going crazy, going crazy yeah. about it yesterday. But uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't. It's not a good look. But whatever. Uh, I, I agree. It is what it is. Whatever. Yeah. Harry, what you, 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 you jumped all over everything right? you said, and then in silence when he's done talking. <laughs> On Friday, she was doing the same. Clark was doing the same thing. The South South Carolina girl, like telling you, like I'm not even going to guard you from three point range because I know you're not going to shoot it, and I definitely know you're not going to make it. So yeah, she did it too. I did want to talk about that, like Parley Kid. As much as she did for the women's game, I really feel like that that specific move where she doesn't. I mean, she backs off the guard, the South Carolina guard, about 15 feet, and actually motions to her, like, "Yeah, go ahead, take it." And then she doesn't take it. You don't see that. I'm not going to say you don't see that in the pros or college. You don't see that in any sport. You don't see a crappy uh, ninth batter coming up and they just throw them like a 55 mile an hour fastball. Right. Like, so does that set it back or are people just going to forget about that? Uh, this will all be forgotten soon, Sal. You know, I've teams like coach that stuff is not permitted. I can tell you that much, but um, I, it doesn't bother me at the same time. I mean, these, they're all competitors. They're trying to win. I think, you know, sometimes the, their emotions get the better of them and it happens. It's, it, it's kind of harmless when you really think about it. It's, but no, I don't I, care I don't, about the act itself, but what, is, what did it expose? It's like, oh yeah, there uh, are some players who just can't shoot or won't shoot or won't make it. So well, don't worry. I, I know, I know somebody did say that, that, that there is an exposure there, but if anything, Boy, I mean, uh, both teams hit at a 50% clip yesterday shooting threes for yeah, the most yeah, so, part, right? Yeah. So uh, I think the, in the girls' game, in terms of pure shooting, there might be better pure shooters in the girls' game than there are in right. the guys' game in some cases. I Obviously, the scouting report for that one girl was just like, we're not going to cover you. And guess what? If, if that's the case, then uh, she's got to get into the gym and put up about 1,000 shots a day. Yeah, uh, to get herself better. That's all it should do is, is just motivate. I don't think that might be sets too anything now. back yeah. at all. I mean, there's some there's shooters and there's people that can't shoot just the way it is. I'd leave Harry. I would leave Harry open all day like that <laughs> you on you court as well. I was going to say the same thing about you. <laughs> Harry could shoot from three. He saved us. Yeah, I can't shoot. Me and the parlay kid against uh, yeah. Kurt Brand and, and Brother John, and it saved us for a couple of summers when the threes yeah. were worth two points. I don't know you how we got away with that. Yeah. Two years ago. 
We did. <laughs> we did beat that seventh grade, those okay, seventh graders, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. we did. We beat them. We yeah. beat them. Eleven. And at the Thank same goodness. time, Harry, you couldn't beat a, a grown man playing with a seven-year-old ra- racket. So, uh, tennis. Grown man, 12 years younger than me, and I won the first set. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let, we'll continue to uh, argue about this uh, in a second. Let's give Caesar some love. We'll be right back. Your very first bet with Caesar's Sportsbook, it's on Caesar's. Just sign up with promo code OmahaFull, O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L, then... Place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code first take and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Okay, we're back. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. Roll the music. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. I don't want to spend forever on this because, you know, I talked to my psychiatrist and he says, you know, the bed ache segment is not good. So do away with it altogether. It's not it's not helping you grow as a human being emotionally, certainly not. Uh, but I did have adjusted UConn Miami over 131 and a half. What the hell? What did I adjust that? Like 16 points or something crazy? It lands on 130, of course. And of course, I hit the other four on this parlay. So 131 and a half. I'm at WrestleMania. I'm watching. I'm watching everybody dribble the damn clock out. I think there was one shot in the last minute and 40 seconds somehow. And uh, sure enough, 
And Parley Kid, I know this screwed you too. Um, I, we would have liked a nice uh, UConn put back or something. Uh, lands on 130 for me. I needed 132. You needed it in a more fun uh, way. Yeah, so I had taken UConn to be the highest scoring team of the day at minus 140. Really liked it. Looked good at half. It was projecting to go over. Looked good late in the game. But really, the worst thing was is that uh, the game couldn't be that Miami couldn't make it more of a game. So like UConn didn't have to score down the stretch, but I, I, you know, there's, they have, I needed 73 to have a winner. Uh, they were sitting at uh, 70 for the last few minutes of that game. <laughs> uh, I, I was uh, lucky enough that uh, there was an offensive rebound that was grabbed, sent uh, a player to the line who I will not name, who is a 78 percent free throw shooter by the way 77.7 percent i just need one free throw one free throw uh first one he bricks and i i I, my wife's watching the game and i said said jill you better hope he makes this this shot the next one well you know just to keep her involved invested in the game that's it so nothing was gonna nothing was gonna happen Um, tough tough, yeah Uh, and sure enough April Fools. out. We don't yep. get it. And then, but oh, all right, there's still some time left. You empty your bench. You're not even putting in the backups here, Sal. You're putting in like the third string guys. Normally, don't they let these guys kind of play it out? Yes. And somebody yes. makes a shot. Like, you know, it was Hurley's son, right? That just kind of like right. stood by daddy and dribbled yeah. the ball and like took a, like dribbled it for like 30 seconds before they finally called the five-second <laughs> violation on him. And I even think the father was like, well, what were you doing? Like, what are you doing? I like, think the they made it like the father had one of those leashes. You ever see when the parents put like an actual <laughs> leash on a kid and like, all right, you can only go this far. We're not going to let you shoot. Wh- well, I'll put you put in. Why put those guys in? Terrible. If you're not going to give them a chance to score. Like, that's even, <laughs> that's even more humiliating to yeah. me for that type of player when you're going in, nobody's going to think you're running up a score. You got your third string guys in. Let them run a possession. Right. Like, let them run it. Nothing happens. Uh, I don't get the over. It was it was disappointing. Well, not, uh, the over. No, it was the, so you needed them just to outscore. And they go stay. I needed which, them. To, uh, meaning which, uh, the highest so, point score. Right. So that's yeah, a so push. It was but, a push. It okay. was a push at seventy two, but it it felt like a loss. It didn't well, the feel other like thing is, go back to the San Diego State game. You wouldn't have celebrated that crazy shot by Butler as much if it, <laughs> you win that. If he steps out of bounds or misses a shot or anything, Any, right? Right. Uh, There's yeah. other. Yeah, you could throw that. Yeah. That's true, Sal. Right. And I know. What people forget in that San Diego State game, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody's talking about the possession before for San Diego State, where the guy who was bricking his free throws, yeah, hits a jumper. From the free throw line, right? right. Like and that, you know, like people forget, like they had two really tough shots mm-hmm. that they made their last two that were tough, tough shots right? in that game. That if he misses that shot, that game is over right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that was it. Then you win he, your time. They happen to make two really impressive. Um, Ladee, right? Ladee made it. Ladee, right? Am I yeah. saying that right? I think now that I'm it. thinking about it. He made that was a huge clutch shot for him on the other end when he was bricking free throws and he hits a smooth jumper mm. from you know, the free throw line. I was just thinking about it. it's like 
you know, I mean, there are ways to win when you don't deserve to win too with overtime and stuff like that. But I get it. Yeah. But, but no, I'm just starting to think. So you, your analysis was good. UConn's going to be the highest scoring team of the weekend or of Saturday rather. And, uh, and it's at minus 140 versus the minus, what was it, 205 or 220 or 230? Yes, what, right. If you take them straight up against Miami and you expect a low scoring game in the San Diego State yes. FAU game because nobody scores anyway. And then all of a sudden they come out hot. But like the problem is, you were right. UConn couldn't have played better. But sometimes you played so good that the other team forces you to lose a bet like that because you can't score enough. Because they suck. Right. We've and then seen you're it. not trying to score. I know. Uh, Usually uh. we see that with player props a lot, uh, Sal, right? right? Yeah. Where your guy's got 20 points and you need him to get 23 yeah. or 22, but they're up by 25 and he's out of the game or he's just not shooting the ball at this point. That's kind of how I felt there's they wouldn't they didn't need to score at the end. I got Listen. lucky enough to that the uh who went to the free throw line at this point? Whatever. I got him to the free throw line. He needed to make one and I'm a winner. It doesn't happen. Believe me. Yeah, I had it with oh, Keontae Johnson. It was terrible. But uh, I don't know. I don't get right. as mad at like 19-year-olds missing as I do the yeah. NBA. Well, we'll get it to happens. the NBA in a minute. Uh, all right. Uh, Brother Bry, women's basketball. Yeah. South Carolina. I mean, you, you brought, yeah, I mean, you brought it up already. I mean, I, again, I said this the other day too. I pride myself on, I mean, I watch more women's basketball than it's anybody. It's your favorite sport. It's your favorite, uh, it is one favorite of mine. sport. I love it. I do love it. I mean, I love high school girls basketball. It's crazy. But, um, you know, I pride myself on knowing some things. And then I, you know, I, when we did the pod before, uh, the March Madness began. I gave out value picks for the regions. I picked, I basically the four teams I gave you for value all made it to the final four. Mm. But I had so much damn money on South Carolina. <laughs> Why not? I, mean, I, had, I had them everywhere. And then I was doubling up. I had South Carolina and UConn to win. I put that in there. Um, and I, it's, you know, it sucked because, I mean, I, I wasn't even mad about it. I mean, that was the thing with, with Iowa winning the way they won. They played better. You know, South Carolina, I was worried that South Carolina couldn't make a jump shot because teams had defended them that way. But I just had so much money on it, so much invested. I would say normally, I, I, before the season, if you told me, I would say Iowa would beat them one out of 20 times. Uh, you know, more recently, I'd say maybe, you know, Sandy, uh, South Carolina would beat them eight out of 10 uh, but the thing was, if they get to the finals yesterday, I think there's no way LSU beats them. They, they, I mean, they played already this year. And I mean, South Carolina beat them up by 30. And I, I felt like, you know, if, if they got that game, it would have been, you know, they would have won pretty comfortably. And the thing was, yesterday I said I would probably take the points with LSU. I didn't take it. And, um, you know, it was just one of those. It's just one of those things. I mean, yesterday... Ellis, you can't like if you were rooting for Iowa in that game. Yeah, it's impossible to win that game. You had a girl who was did not score for three straight games and then she puts up 20, 22 at half. No, it does not score. So, yeah, I was just I was just all off the last like two weeks with this tournament. So that was just <laughs> frust really frustrating for me. Well, really the Caitlin Clark thing, I don't want to take anything away from her, but it, ironically, uh, you agreed parlay kid at the time. Like the, the last shot she took, I think I guess they were up two when she took that three. And it was off. It was way, way off. Yeah. And the and the rebound came out to uh, you know, almost to the three point line again. It was it was grabbed by Iowa, 
And then, uh, and so if South Carolina gets it there, I don't know, it's a coin flip, right? They, they have one possession to tie it or whatever, or a little, a little bit of an underdog, but then to make matters worse, they don't cover her. They don't guard her at all. They, or they send one, yeah, you can't terrible. have her shooting free throws. So she goes four for four to ice it. Right. I mean, it's insane that they did that. The, uh, Dawn Staley down the stretch, especially uh, her coaching. I, I I don't want to, you know, again, I try not to kill coaches. I get sometimes you get caught up, but um, they just didn't seem like there was enough done to uh, stop uh, her late in the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't let her get to the, you let, let that ball go into anybody else. Double teamer on the inbound. Double team, triple teamer if you have to. Yeah, like you a, can't let her get the ball there to shoot those free throws. No matter Sal, what. I sent you, I, Darren, I sent Sal attacks triple teamer. Triple what, teamer. Right, Harry, you're right. And the, and the same thing happens all the time. The same thing also happens in the NBA too in the playoffs with, with Steph Curry. You can't let Steph Curry get the ball inbounds when you're up, when you're down four. And you got to send someone to the line. It happens way too often. I got. I'll tell way you too what. Often. I'll, I'll the one up you. I'll two up you, Harry. Five t- quintuple teamer. Put everybody on. There. <laughs> what what, what would not? they do? What would they? Why yeah. not? So you lose, so, well, listen. Right. Guess what? You lose. You lose maybe an extra two seconds, but it's, it might be worth it. Well, all right. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is go. You want them to go one out of two from the free throw line at worst, but you're not going to give up an easy. hundred straight. All right, Harry. What's Shoot. your what's your baseball? Um, yeah, you have Padres yeah. all over the place all the time here, right? I do now. I do. I, listen, I definitely got fooled on April first with the same game parlay on Caesars between the Rockies and the uh, Padres. I had one paying three hundred. I had adjusted line over five and a half, eight four final. CJ Crone get a hit, got it in the first inning. My MVP Machado got a hit. Bogarts got a hit. Jose Urena doesn't get a win for the Rockies. That's a win. And Soto, bottom of the eighth, hadn't had a hit all for the first two games of the season and into this game. Of course, Soto gets a hit in the bottom of the eighth. So everything else is in. I had one loser. X Rocky, David Dahl, I had to get a base hit for the Padres. He's starting in right field. <laughs> he has one at bat. And he gets taken out of the game in the fourth inning. He's 0 for 1. And I lose my bet. Why? Like, what? I don't, I've I looked everywhere to see why he was taken out in the fourth <laughs> inning. I can't find it anywhere. Can anyone find this thing? For, he got pinch hit for in the second at bat. And he was mm. out of the game. My parlor is done. Mm. <laughs> Everything else is in. And that's it? They, they, you couldn't find that it, doesn't huh? happen in baseball. You don't get taken out in the fourth inning if you're starting in a, in a, in a position. Oh. Actually, I'm looking it up here. His great, he got news that his great grandfather died in uh, Schenectady and he had to fly out. All right, that's reasonable, right? No, he didn't. Yeah, I'm reading it right here. No, even the fourth. They told him in the second, he decided, yeah, I'll play another inning. And then they took him out in the fourth. <laughs> oh, my God. I, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's so stupid. I don't even know. All right. You don't understand. I looked everywhere for it. (laughs) Rest in peace. Rest in peace, David Dahl's great grandfather. There you go. Uh, uh, Listen, uh, we forgot to give the hotline number. We had this for a while. Where is it here? No, I can't find my damn document. It's the one whiny moment. Is that what we call it? One whiny moment. I think we have a bunch of people called in. Brian definitely called in a about seven or eight times that first I should have called in more, though. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to be called. March Madness. We're going to put together the best of uh, 
the audio takes. One whining moment hotline, 424-225-2726, 424-225-2726. That's our one whining moment hotline. Give us some, <laughs> uh, if I don't know, bad beat, any kind, uh, if you had Florida Atlantic call, we'd rather have it right when it happens to you, right when David Dahl's taken out of the game. And would rather hear Harry's fury, but there you go. Four, two, four, two, two, five, two, seven, two, six. Let's talk about baseball a little more. The Yankees crushed the giants. Judge has two home runs, you know, towards the end of the season last year, when he would have like 59, like the, I'm on this text chain with all these Yankee fans, Mikey meatballs, brother, Bry, Eddie spaghetti, uh, baby face, Joel Solomon, the parlay kid. And they text the number as soon as it happened, like 59. And like my heart would, I'm like, Oh God, enough of this. So now he has two <laughs> home runs and the parlay kid texts two. To the just well, I only it. text just him because it. normally Joel is the guy who does uh, that. And Joel was late or not paying attention to the game. Who knows? So I had to take his place. He's got <laughs> to already. I'm trying to think what else is going on with the Yankees. I mean, they look solid. And, uh, that's Yankee. 17 runs in three innings, or three games, pretty good. Darren, two shutouts. Judge is at 462. And Stanton has just one K. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, but I think we should be talking about our our podcast friend and uh, Brian's rookie of the year uh, picking the uh, Logan O'Hoppy having yeah. a great weekend for the Angels, right? Uh, Mikey Meatballs, pal, uh, good for him. I think he might make a difference if the Angels are s- successful this year. I'm telling you right now, we know what Trout and uh, Otani uh, can do and will do. It will be Logan O'Hoppy who leads their resurgence. He's, he's going to have Good. a big year. Let's do it. Let's root for the angels a little this year. Why not? Why wouldn't you want to see that yep. team in the playoffs? Yep. That's six, fun. six, six RBS. So Good far, job right? by you, Logan. Uh, rookie, not, not, you know, not uh lighting it up as good as Logan. Ohapi. Anthony Volpe, two for nine, two twenty two. Now, I don't know. Probably it's on pace I, I, for like 160 stolen bases though. I mean, we take that. Do you want do you want a two twenty hitter in your lineup? How long do you keep that going? I mean, I guess we give it another week, but he has looked super comfortable. I feel really good about the kid. All right. Super comfortable. I mean, what two twenty two, Harry? What do you bat? Like fourteenth in the lineup? Where should you bat at two twenty two? Not sure. Meanwhile, cross town, Kodai Senga. Yes, shuts down the Marlins with the ghost fork pitch. Five and a third, eight strikeouts, walk three, looked a little iffy in the first inning. Uh, gave up one run on three hits. And then the, the problem is I mean, you get excited about this and Keith Hernandez is such a curmudgeon. I love it for the most part, but they talked about, he was in the booth with Darling and they talked about the difference between the splitter and the fork ball. And there, I, apparently there's not a lot of difference. And like Darling's like, yeah, you could see the splitter better. Um, but the fork ball is hittable. And Gary Cohen's like, well, why isn't this fork ball from, Senga hit a ball. And they're like, oh, don't worry. They'll hit him. It's just early. They just haven't seen him from him. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the, the bloom is off the rosary. It's like, yeah, no. It's like, no, don't worry. This is, uh, this is just, just a matter of time. So don't get used <laughs> to it. I don't know. Are there any surprises, Brian? The Rangers are 3-0. and Rangers 3-0. and When they were down, what were they down? Like three or four runs in that opening game with the Grom on the hill. And they end up 3-0. and Phillies oh, yeah. 0-3. I know it's oh, it's early, but those I would say are the two surprises. Yeah, not, no, yeah, not not too many crazy things, right? I I was trying to look up. I think like the unders are slightly better than the overs. I was trying to think, look at some gambling stuff, but yeah, nothing nothing too crazy so far. 
I'm trying to see if there's any yeah gambling trends based on the new rules. I know the Orioles had 10 stolen bases through two games, which is huge uh, against wow. the Red Sox. Yeah, but then I don't think yeah. they had any yesterday. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's not like I don't sense. I, I, I put about a half hour into this and it didn't look like many teams were taking advantage of this, at least for the let's give it a week. Let's at least give it a week and see if we could figure something out uh, baseball wise. What'd you say, Harry? What? I was I was looking at the numbers though. I will say, be careful if you do like the overs. Probably said maybe that the number isn't so bad, but there were five shutouts on opening day. Yeah. On Friday, just five games and five teams had two runs or less. On Saturday, fifteen games, twelve teams had two runs or less, and on Sunday, fourteen teams had three runs or less. And Oakland, Detroit, and uh, Kansas City, between the three of them, how bad are they? I mean, ten runs scored between the three of them. 52 runs allowed. Meanwhile, the freaking when I had Otani and the Angels, the, the one game they lost was two to one, whatever it was, <laughs> Thursday night. It sucked. And, yeah, and, then, and then the O's well, didn't, the A's didn't hit at all the whole rest of the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those teams. I mean, yeah, I think Tre- Trevor needs to give back this Chiefs Super Bowl. If the uh, Royals are going to be this bad. First two games of the season, back to back, start the season. We have the race to 10 on extra points where we each picked five teams. Uh, we, we each picked one team to get to 10 losses first. Oh, how did we do it, Michael? Was it 10 losses? Whoever gets to 10 losses first wins, right? But was a loser. I guess whoever got to 10 wins first loses. Yeah, you if you get to if you pick your team and they get they lose 10 times first, you win, but also lose. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know how we figured it out. Yeah, it's it's not good to win in this. Anyway, I can't even remember who I picked. Uh, oh, I picked the Rockies. Michael, who'd you take? The Pirates? Pirates, yep. Yeah, and then uh, Spaghetti's in there. Yeah, all right. Uh, we'll, we'll get that together, but it's a fun mm. pool. It's another race to 10, but you don't want your team to get to 10 wins. Uh, anything else? NBA, six days left in the regular season. So I'm trying to think, figure this out. There's four... Many of the teams have four games left. This is a dead day for the NBA. They, uh, deference to the uh, college basketball championship, there's no slate in the NBA. And so some teams are going to have to play four games in six days. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, I don't know. They all have senioritis already, Parley Kid. It's so hard to figure this out. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this, and Harry, we were on the bad side of this. The 16-point Sacramento King favorite and 20-point Minnesota Timberwolves favorites lost on Sunday. And it was the first, it was the 91st time in 31 years that there had been multiple 15-plus point underdogs on the same day. But the first time that both of them lost. Sorry, both of the favorites lost. You know what the hell I'm saying. This parlay, it's the biggest payout for a two-team basketball parlay in the history on one day, a hundred dollars was 11,900. And uh, Mm. I think what's uh, to be learned is no one is to be trusted and we got to be done with these dress rehearsals parlay kid. We got to get to the playoffs where we assume everybody's going to try. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, It's tough. I mean, I, right now you would think the, uh, the favorites uh, that, you know, normally you see some teams in tanking mode, I guess uh, it's not really happening, but uh we're not seeing the top teams always play to their ability either. As long as my Knicks uh, can keep winning, Sam. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, whatever else happens, happens. Bring on the Cavs in round one. Let's smack them around. Well, you already beat them up uh, last week. Tibbs says it's uh, just the first step, clinching a playoff berth. How many steps are there, Paula kid? The Knicks are 70 to one on Caesars. 
Hmm. Really, that's going to be interesting. I mean, Randall's going to maybe miss uh, a little playoff time too. Are the Knicks worse or better without Randall? I guess that still remains to be seen. Although they've looked pretty high flying lately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I are they a championship contender yet? I don't think so. But I think I'd, I'd love to see them win a round. I think that's what the Knicks need to do: win and one round. On the other Darren, side, I think. Yeah, go Darren, ahead. I, I keep- Against Cleveland with the Knicks. Brunson made a statement there. That was a monster game with him for him, 48 points. Oh, I mean, he went toe to toe with Mitchell. So, right. Definitely. Been, did. You know, we knew Mitchell was going to have a big game because uh, he wanted to be a Nick and he's not. But Brunson, Brunson showed uh, everyone that uh, you know, maybe we got the right guy in he, him. He's a scorer if you need him to be. Well, he's so good. He's Dal- so good. Dallas you know, is I loved themselves. it as soon as they yeah. got him. I knew he was going to be, well, I didn't know he was going to even be this good, but. I knew he was a great pickup. He should be the most improved player. I'm surprised. Uh, I was just going to say that he was 48 to one when he before he had that crazy game, and now he's 12 to one. But Lauren Markinen is minus 450, which is at this point of the year seems uh, to be a lock. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's fun. Also MVP. I don't think, I don't think the favorite will at the top. Joel Embiid is minus 250 at this point. Now they lost that game to Milwaukee, right? Yeah, he had a decent game though. At least he played. Jokic didn't even play yesterday. I don't know. So he's minus two fifty. I don't think a week from now that'll change. It looks like Embiid will go into uh, into the award season as the favorite. I'm um, trying to think what else. Oh, so they have. I'm looking, seeing odds for the Lakers to make the playoffs is now minus thirteen hundred. Yes, my God, wow. what the yeah, hell? I saw that. What happened? And the Clippers. The Clippers. Yes, is a thank you, Harry. The Clippers. Yes, is minus eight fifty. The Mavs no is minus four thousand. They're a game behind OKC. Both have three left. It's unbelievable what's what's happened here. And Lakers play the Clippers Wednesday. Pretty much, if the Clippers win that, they'll have the six. And um, you know the Lakers will be. Uh, That's a huge to the game. Huge game. Yeah, huge game. Very big game Wednesday. Um, well, one more thing. The Hawks have won. Harry, this uh, you should be all over this. 31 straight games. Our crazy friend Brad brings this up to me every single day. And finally, I latched on. I was like, okay. And then I checked. He's like, he's right. The Hawks now have played 31 straight games where they're either have been at 500 or one game away from 500. Oh, wow. That's insane. 31 that half, the, almost half the season at, at I mean, at, you don't get more mediocre than that, Brian. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yep. Consistently mediocre. I mean, it's, yeah. And so they can't win a series if they make the playoffs, which I think is uh, also a coin toss at this well, point. Do you know they're, the funny thing about them, right? The other thing, right? With what you just said, they're 39 and 39, right? Their, po- yeah. their points scored per game, 118.1. Points Same. given up, 118.1. Wow. Zero, 0. 0.0 point differential. Wow, like, that talk sucks. about mediocrity. Yeah. I mean, geez. Uh, how are they going to get better? There's just no way to get better. <laughs> All right, let's take a, uh, another break, and we'll be back to wrap things up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, we got uh, some fun stuff coming up this week. First of all, April Prop Culture, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Check it out. There's uh, questions about all things going on in April, the Easter egg hunt uh, right there at the White House. Like I said, Mandalorian questions, Boston Marathon questions, um, everything. Harry, how much will you spend on your wife for a, a anniversary gift? That's in there. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Well, I'm not home for my anniversary you're not home so what does that mean she doesn't get a gift like so if you want to if you want to like travel for christmas you could avoid getting her a gift well (laughs) is that all that matters i I guess i'll get her something but yeah i guess i'll that's nice that's i'm not gonna be home i'm not gonna be home all right where where are you more springsteen wait but she's going with you though barcelona But she's going with you, right? Oh, that's the no. end of the month. Oh, okay, right. Wait, she's not going with you. Not to the she's Barcelona going, Netherlands. one. Netherlands. Netherlands. Come on, right. Right. Trying oh, to catch up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Aren't you going to Dallas, though, or something, too, before that? Dallas this weekend, this coming weekend, yeah. She's going to that. <laughs> that's good. All right, so there you yeah. go. Uh, yeah, maybe you'll stalk Jacob DeGrom, tell him how much you love him. I don't know what the hell you're going to do at this uh, that concert. Um, we got the Masters podcast coming up. Paul Coors, our good friend, will be here. Give us some winners nice. on Wednesday. Nice. Harry, I want you to grade. You know, they have the Masters, the Champions Dinner, right? And uh, the, Always. Always. The Masters, din- the Masters winner from the previous year decides what's on the menu. Scotty Scheffler picks... Cheeseburger sliders, cheeseburger sliders as a starter, firecracker mm. shrimp, and a main course of Texas ribeye steak and warm chocolate chip skillet cookies to finish. What grade do you give that? Oh, look, I'm always down for cheeseburger sliders. That's definite. Right. Uh, big seafood guy, shrimp with a spicy kick to it. Yes. Very nice selection there as well. Um, Sheffler's a Texas guy, so you got to go with a Texas ribeye. It'd be very tasty. Uh, and never can go wrong with a chocolate chip skillet cookie. Oh. Yeah, great, great selections by Scotty Scheffler. I'm giving it a 9.2 out of 10. Good. All right. Yeah, I think, I mean, I would eat everything there. I'm trying to think what, what I would do different. There? Of course. Would yeah. you, would you, wouldn't you, do the, you wouldn't do the nerd shake from uh, Sonic? The, what do what you put on there? <laughs> Definitely would. Gummy worms? <laughs> so the chocolate chip cookies? Rainbow nerd. Rainbow, Rainbow nerds. There you go. Is there a difference of this or if like you were going to the chair and actually eating? Like, yeah, I was is it trying the to same, think. same exact thing. But well, I, I, the one thing I would say is I, I don't I, I don't think I could go cheeseburger sliders and a ribeye steak. Uh, to me, I don't know. If that's yeah, like it might just be too, too much protein. Too, too much red meat. There. Yeah. I'd go seafood first. Some more seafood. He's got some food. shrimp. Yeah. I can't figure out which is. You know, what I would do is I would. Um, pick a meal that gives Tiger Woods diarrhea. That's something right. I know, right? That uh, <laughs> can influence somebody else. So Tiger Woods, all those years, ordered from Hooters. Isn't that weird? It's a, 
just had the, the one they sat down, they delivered it and whatever you got. He had his waitresses right. of choice. Right. Pretty good. Harry, what's with this Ben Kelly? Let's sign off here. This is your uh, antagonist on Twitter. Uh, and he is really well, you've blocked him now. You guys went back and forth. What a weekend. you had! On. What a freaking weekend. I mean, it yeah. was uh, I, I don't even know right. what to say. It was Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark was the number one. Uh, the hostile uh, matchup, and then then it was you guys, you and Ben Kelly. What's going on? I'm drained. I'm drained. Listen, I, I gave out FAU on the <laughs> podcast with you taking the plus three. He's ripping me on Twitter because I actually gave and I gave out a winner with FAU. He's ripping me because I picked FAU. I mean, give me a break already. Well, he's, a, he's a clown. It just it, it's not funny. He, he makes no sense. Uh, he's putting up pictures of his. Uh, bank account on Twitter. Yeah, what, 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 what influenced that? that? I'm trying to think what Harry Harry what inspired said something that. About Harry, you yeah, said you gone, have no money, well, and then I, he, I, yeah. I started. I said, which by the way, I guessed, and I happen to be right that he does live in his mother's basement. What a call that was! Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's out to be true, and uh, it would be nice for him to you know maybe read a book, get a girlfriend instead of being involved in uh, my uh, selection so much. He he went nuts on my. Um, Snell pick of 33 to one to win the national league. Cy Young. He's, he must've sent 40 uh, tweets about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's 33 to one. I really don't expect to win the thing. I didn't love the bet. Yeah, Harry's not giving out picks that people should expect to win. Come on. If you don't know that by right. now, Pat. Yeah. At 33 to one. Okay. If it does, he's ripping me over one start. Meanwhile. Yeah. Did he, did he pitch great? No, but he also had nine strikeouts. Harry, I think, I think, I think, I think what Ben's trying to do, because from what I understand is anytime you win, you're you're going into his, you're direct messaging him saying, hey, no. did you see this or did you oh, see that? Come on, Harry. He, it's, no, Harry, no. you are direct messaging him. There's no He's doubt you are. Me. OK, are you denying that? I'm responding sometimes to him. Direct no, no, messaging. you're you're going out of your way to direct message him mm. trying to be. I also sent and then, you. So he's just trying you. to balance it out yeah. by saying, Harry, you want to tell me you won this, but how about you lost this? No, Darren. No. Well, listen, here's yeah. the no, thing. No, no, no. Well, you could say no, and Darren could say yes, but this is all going to be a public record when he murders you, and all the direct messages <laughs> are going to have to be the introduced only physical as evidence violence that was discovery was and Harry, all that stuff. Yeah. Harry physically threatened him. Yes. He threatened to um, slap him. Yet he threatens a restraining order against Ben. Yeah. A restraining order, Harry? Guess what? I bet you that's not the first time that's happened. Well, you did block him now, and so now he can't get a hold of you. And so do you want to just apologize? Do you want to just apologize since he can hear you? He listens. Yeah. kills me, Sal. I just want to let you know you are are going to get my Eli Manning New York Giants signed football. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, now I know what to root for. Okay, good. Go back. I yeah. sent all three of you, all three of you, what I sent to him and uh, saying, quit being a hater. Just jump. I'm red hot. He's ripping me when I'm red hot. Stop being a hater. Jump on my picks and let's all make money. I mean, he posted he his, said, his, his bank statements. He put like retirement accounts and everything. He, I don't know what it was like. He was uh, like he was trying to lease a, an apartment. I don't know what he was doing there. Well, then like, Harry accuses him of insurance fraud. Harry, oh, he's got He definitely could sue you for. Uh, I told you, vice versa, Junior. Wh- what, you take a- what could you sue him for? What could you sue him for? Plenty. 
He could sue, definitely sue you Defam- for defamation of his- character. Defamation of his end. I think like we got to no, take an I mean, insurance policy. You're the policy. only one who's attacked his character. I feel really? like the, the only way I'm going to win gambling is to take an it's insurance policy out on Harry. I can't, I can't beat with that. Just try to, if we get to collect on the insurance on Harry, um, you know, expire, <laughs> rips, however it happens. About, then after, after, after I won with FAU, okay, so I had Miami. You did too, Sal. Why do you uh, Brian at South Carolina well, and, and you responded to him that too. Well, yeah, we're not we're not we're not yeah. going out of our way, Brad. Brag. Yeah, you do brag, Harry. You're eight two and what? one, eight one and one, whatever. And you know he's what you just do. trying to balance that out. That's all yeah. he's trying to do. Oh. Yeah. That's all he's you know trying what? to do. Harry, just be a little, I don't know, just be a little, you no know, humility. Go go out there like Bianca Belair. She came on our podcast. She's like, Well, Oscar's a you know great opponent. If I win, I win, you know. You're you're out of I your said, mind. Quit Peter, jump on the bandwagon, jump on the H dog bandwagon, and make money. And he wants to still th- throw all these innuendos and stupid tweets out. Well, now we can't even see your picks because you blocked. Well, them. I yeah. mean, the good news well, is part, the, good, the good. Chris H shirt today in honor of Chris H doing yeah. a doing a thumb All right, there you go, Chris uh, H. The, uh, all right, you know your your audio's uh, breaking I, up and starting to drive I me mean, a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, I will say the good news is, though, I mean, he might not be able to get in touch with Harry via Twitter, but at least Parley Kid sent him your text, your your phone number. Oh, so well, that's, that's good. good. Oh, that's really? Good. Yeah, oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. He so does guys, have your phone number now. <laughs> oh, good. So talk it out. Yeah. yeah. No, they. Te- I think they text anyway. Weren't you texting? No, them? we don't. Oh, you don't. No, no. Oh, okay. Well, you will now. Now you will. All right. So that'll yeah. do it. Uh, like I said, we got Masters <laughs> picks coming up Wednesday. Harry, you can apologize right now. You're not going you can to? apologize. All right. <laughs> anyway, Harry, you come on. The guy's not. He's just. He's just busting yeah. your chops. He's he not. Posted you the know, bank account. Banks. Come on. Third, I don't need it. Seven in the morning. Thirty overnight <laughs> tweets about my thirty-three to one National League Cy Young pick being so sucky. Maybe you'll start thinking start. about your damn picks now. Let's think do about have, some of these long shots. Do you have more yeah. money than Ben? Though, do you have more money than? Him? Yeah, I do. I don't know about that. I don't yeah, know about that. Do. You you include all <laughs> all debts owed and stuff like that. I don't know anything. I don't know any debt. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's be done with this. I have uh, I have money on an EPL game, so let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> That's gonna do it for another episode of Against All Odds from Mikey Meatballs and the Degenerate Trifect and Ben Kelly. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, nah, nah.